And we're doing credit talks right now because, well, I like to do it. Yeah, and I've got Carl Joshua Mube, is who I'm going to talk to you right now because of the big event. Well, the event was big, but the event within the big event that became bigger than the event that was the slap across the face, physical slap, by the way, uh, that uh, Will Smith gave to comedian uh, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Rock, was whole, part of the host of the shows where I was presenting an award. It was one of those moments in TV that even though I didn't watch it live, I was like, wow, even, you know, Chris Rock was like one of the greatest moments in TV, Ed. So I've got comedian, uh, award-winning comedian, much-traveled comedian, has done comedy in places like Singapore, India, the United States of America, and Harare. Yeah, gotta mention Harare, they like, it's a thing. And so I had a chat with him to find out what the reaction was from a comedian. And uh, just, I, I, yeah, I don't want to pre- preempt anything, but it's an interesting discussion in which we talk about a whole lot of the um, things that happened that night and what might have might have caused it, and via voice note. The name is Larry Quirarai here on Quirarai Talks. <laughs> hey, Larry, I've been waiting for you to wake up. I didn't know if you're going to be awake. Iwe chando chashike reche mbame aroa anotani Chris Rock kuma Oscars. OMG. There is just way too much to unpack right now. This is crazy. This is crazy. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Dude, I just woke up and I was like, wow, bro. Like, like now I've got to think. There's times you've made fun of me on stage. Uh, am I allowed to come and slap you now? <laughs> uh, Saka, Saka, this thing has taken a twist that I didn't even is, uh, expect. Because firstly, I'm looking at it's the Oscars, right? And why do the Oscars have comics there? Because everybody is going to get roasted. Like if Ricky Gervais was there, he would have been tearing apart people from anything to do with race, body image, whatever it is, right? Wow, didn't the alopecia crowd like wake up? Like Munuesa and dictionary Zimbabwe, I got study good alopecia, you say. And then it's become about that. And I'm like, what is the actual fact? Like, there's actually more than 20 things I can tell you to unpack exactly what was wrong with this whole situation or what we need to be looking at at the moment. Yeah, I mean, for me, the alopecia thing was weird because, you know, I I sort of kind of like, I've hosted events. I'm not, not as a comedian, but, you know, I've also done some comedy. But, I mean, I think the way I see when he's performing there, that is uh, Chris Rock, he just sort of looks for people he is comfortable with. He looks at, Den- he, he cracks a joke with Denzel Washington and then those guys who are nominated against each other and then he... He, he, he cracks it at Will and then Jada and Jada is laughing at that point no not the, I mean Will Smith is laughing at that point then Jada like rolls her eyes and then suddenly oh oh I mean you know I, I'm just like what it's, it's it's crazy it's crazy I mean I, I I would like to also talk about the other things but what do you think of the sequence that I just talked about there you know I, I I'm so glad to be speaking to someone who's being sober about this so I'm glad you talked about the sequence. So what people don't know, especially when this clip is just shown out of context, right? Firstly, Chris Rock cleverly talks about, there's a, a couple I think that's nominated. I don't know if it's Penelope Cruz or, or some someone. Then he says he, he says something to the effect that, oh, the, the husband has to win because if the wife wins. And then, so, so he's talking about a couple initially. And then he says, oh, he doesn't want to lose to Will Smith in the category. So now he shifts into the Smiths. 
Then, as he says, doesn't want to lose to Will Smith. Then he says, Jada, I love you. Uh, can't wait to see you in G.I. Joe 2. Of which I thought the joke was really funny because she has a bald head. And the only reference he could make was to talk about the pink elephant in the room. Remember, the Smiths have come from boycotting the Oscars and trying to get every other person to boycott the Oscars because the Oscars were so white the, the one year where Chris Rock went into them quite heavy and went into Jada's unemployment and said you only get told to boycott something by people who are unemployed so i i thought i was looking at the joke from that perspective and i thought it was quite funny and even chris rock when he looks will smith laughs at the joke and then jada gives this eye and then chris rock puts his hands out to say oh my god you didn't get the, and he's like but that was a funny joke and then he just wants to move on from the joke and he says oh my god king richard will smith walks up on stage and then slaps him i'm like oh my gosh this is just like 50 things wrong with that but i agree with you if you look at the 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 sequence of which a lot of people may not look at the sequence uh you 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 won't understand what that joke was but it definitely had nothing to do with alopecia because when i when i really look at it right it's um i know there's some some people's like i know you know uh celebrities people are always making fun of them and uh, you know, it, it, Will Smith just snapped because he was just defending his woman. Um, I, I look at it and I say, when I, when I was a kid, right? Yeah, if somebody said something, then because I didn't have enough words or whatever it is, then, you know, I, I would try and hit them. But when you grow older, you lose words. Because I, I, if he was that upset, I, I think to myself, why wasn't he screaming that from his from his chair and say, keep... Uh, my wife's name out your fucking mouth and and and, and I, I know somebody online was talking about how you know you've got to understand anybody could have reacted like that but when last did you hear someone storming the stage to hit a host bro i mean like the, the, the those awards are so civil that there is no security because no one is expected to do that <laughs> think about that there is no security will smith can walk up to the stage anytime he likes because no one is expected to stand up and go and hit the host. And, um, you, you know, um, it's interesting that you mentioned this. Um, so firstly, let's start with a bit of education uh, so that people understand. There is making uh, statements like online, which people can say on their profiles or whatever it is. There's going to a comedy club where a stand-up comedian is on stage and then you try to heckle the comedian, in which case you will actually be carried and escorted out of the venue, even if you think you are you're actually right. Then there's going to a roast where we expect that the people there are going to be uh, made fun of and whatever it is with all sorts of disparaging remarks to a certain level. And then there's the Oscars where it is already known that the host or the comedian who's brought there is going to be hurling any kind of insults around the people in the audience, right? And in that particular setting, you have already resigned to the fact that that is the culture at the Oscars, which is why we have stand-up comedians there, because they're going to poke fun at each other. In fact, it's just like the White House Correspondents' uh, Dinner. It, it's almost like you're there at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, where we know that the politicians are being made fun of the entire night. Why don't they stand up and storm the stage and go punch someone? They have the right, if they don't actually like the, the White House Correspondents' Dinner, then they don't attend. They don't attend. That's why you don't attend the Oscars if you don't believe in that mantra of what the Oscars are, are doing. So this is not a case of saying whether or not Chris Rock crossed the line, which that's a, that's a subject for another day. 
Chris Rock's mandate was actually to make fun of people in the audience. And so if you are offended by what Chris Rock did, then don't watch the Oscars. Boycott the Oscars. Don't go to the Oscars. But never in the history of the Oscars, with all the insults made, Britney Spears, Barack Obama, Donald Trump, uh, the war in Iraq, uh, people in Africa, everybody has been made fun of at the Oscars. Why now is this unhinged celebrity Will Smith, who is obviously going through a lot of mental health issues. And we will discuss this and unpack why I think this is a mental health issue that needs to be watched on a higher level. This is a very bad situation that's happening before our eyes and actually requires an intervention. But uh, Will Smith was just wrong for going on stage to punch him. There's no justification for it. So, I mean, like, okay, so we, the, the thing is, is this, is this building up because, you know, uh, Will Smith, besides Will Smith's issues, let's talk about the stuff that, I mean, there were some lines that Chris Rock has said a couple of years ago when he said, um, ah, just just trying to read them here, it says, Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I, ain't, I wasn't invited. Uh, at one point he says, it's not fair that Will was, not, was, was this good and didn't get nominated. It's also not fair that Will was paid $20 million for Wild Wild West. Uh, and then a couple of the following week, Jada Pinkett says, they, Pinkett Smith, they say the full name, hey, look, it uh, comes with the territory, but we got to keep it moving. We got to keep it moving. We got to keep it moving. There's a lot of stuff we've got to handle, a lot of stuff in our world right now. We got to keep it moving. The question then becomes, is it kind of a situation where um, for, so speaking specifically about them, we know how Hollywood in, and America really is sort of kind of trying to censor comics and saying there's certain things that are just kind of like off, off and now comics are having to censor their works and some even have comics who say, uh, what's this, Steve Harvey says he doesn't do uh, stand-ups anymore because he could lose his sponsorship and so forth. Is it sort of kind of like that kind of feeling that people can't take a joke anymore or refuse to take a joke or... Am I reading too much into this? You know, you're not, you're not reading too much into it. And I think the craft of stand-up comedy is, uh, you know, it's, um, it's very much under threat. And I, I don't want to talk advocacy because comics, uh, the only way we defend ourselves is, you know, through our work. And we defend our work through choosing our audiences very carefully. I think the problem is that people are coming into the comedy, uh, you know, space without the right license. And uh, what I mean by that is that I, I perform largely in comedy clubs. And what I say in comedy clubs, the audiences basically resign themselves to being in the club. Now, if a heckler stands up, the heckler can say something to me. I also have a right to say something back at the heckler. And normally I've got more experience to deal with the heckler in that case. Now, when you now take what's happening in a private space and put it out to a world that hasn't signed up for it or they don't have the license, this is where you then encounter certain, uh, um, you know, problems. Now, people think it's something to do with comedy, but this happens all the time. It happens in politics. It happens in journalism. It happens in governments. It happens during, between nationalities. Anything causes offense. That's what makes us human. It's just part of the human condition. So comedy is not really trying to present a new idea as much as it's presenting a mirror to society. So the fact that society doesn't like what they're seeing uh, is not Chris Rock's problem. Like the Academy knew very well when they brought Chris Rock, they were, it was a great opportunity because they're like the, 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 the Smith Pinkett or the Pinkett Smiths are here. 
So, so I, I hope you're going to say something about it because that's what happens if Wicknell is going to be in the audience. Carla, you're going to say something about Wicknell. There's an uh, obvious in- anticipation from the audience that you're going to say something. And when you do say something, depending on how someone actually deals with it, for example, this is the strangest reaction I've ever seen. In my history, I've not seen someone from the audience get up to slap a comic. I've never seen someone get up at an event to slap a host. This says I've, I've never seen it. So... I think, and in unpacking all of this, I, I'm not even I'm not even talking and being a judge of uh, Will Smith's behavior. I'm being a judge of uh, of comedy in general and what its function is supposed to be. And Chris Rock said what I actually expected him to say. In fact, he, he could have said something even worse. He could have he could have said he could have said you you hypocrite. Uh, you only come here when your husband has been nominated, and you don't. You don't come. Uh, you don't come when your husband hasn't been nominated, and that's the only reason why you're there. You could have told the truth, but package something in a more subtle way from a comedy perspective. And if you watch the clip in context, you'll understand that that joke had nothing to do with alopecia or whatever it is that people are trying to make it uh, about. It just had to do with the fact that she had a bald head. It was the movie reference that he came up with. It was clever for him to tie the bald head with G.I. Jane and to say that, you know, he's waiting to see her in G.I. Jane as someone who was previously unemployed telling people to boycott the Oscars in the first place. Uh, I kind of think of when you did the stand-up comedy at, um, is it Bonner's Wedding? And uh, Robert Mugabe was there. And of course, if she had gone and done a stand-up routine without Robert Mugabe, then it would been weird, wouldn't it? Now imagine if Robert Mugabe had taken offense. Exactly. I, you know, I, I, you know, coming from the fact that you know I had this mental breakdown like last year, and one of the things that happens is like you do things that are uncharacteristic. They're not in your character. It's like a buildup of things that have been happening over time. I'm talking about stuff from my childhood, and then in the in in the end, you lash out. I, I remember I'm me lashing out and telling my wife I want a divorce, and like there's all sorts of things that you that you do. And the reason why I'm very concerned about what's happening with Will Smith right now is that is that behavior, that behavioral traits, that overly ha <laughs> thing of his and like, uh, you know, presenting himself to the public and having his dirty laundry or his wife's dirty laundry, his kids, all of those things being sent out and him having to do these motivational things and trying to get people's attention on TikTok about how positive he is and how great he is and all of that stuff and trying to do all this daredevil uh, missions, jumping off bridges and that kind of thing. And, you know, him walking on stage and just going and slapping a stand-up comedian, someone he knows does this for a living. He even did an episode where he actually did a stand-up comedy set and has these in-depth conversations uh, with with uh, with a comic. I can't remember which comic he actually hung out with, and he, you know, and then he does a comedy set, and they go through the motions of all these topics and making fun of these things. And for him to do what he did, especially at the Oscars, now if I had heard that at a certain party Chris Rock was making jokes and whatever. And Will Smith stood up and slapped him. I'd have said, Chris Rockshaw, know your audience. But at the Oscars, there's a certain level that the Academy expects in, in terms of your behavior and your code of conduct and all of those things, especially when you're nominated, especially when you know that you're nominated and you're being mentioned and this is going to be about you. Like, look at the previous couple and they're talking about Penelope Cruz and, and her husband and the fact that the husband is being made fun of and in terms of being emasculated in that particular joke for example uh 
all of these things. You see, the thing is, unless if you put the transcripts of the jokes, if you put how many times he was making fun of Chris Rock at the time when the Oscars were being boycotted by the Pinkett Smiths or or anybody else, like would he have done the same thing if Ricky Gervais had been on stage? Uh, or was this a case of Will Smith just taking out pent up aggression and mental health issues on a night when his focus really should have been about the win? Yeah, that's deep, man. I, that's that's like really deep. And I, I've been worried about him a lot. And then there was a time that I actually said that I've just muted any news on Will and Jada because there was just a lot of oversharing. And I'm like, I don't think we need to know this. I don't think we need to know. I, 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 there's a lot of things we don't need to know. Funny thing is, after he screams, keep my, my wife's name out your fucking mouth, right? Reality of the matter is, if he had not reacted to that at all, nobody would have remembered that joke. Absolutely nobody. It just it, it, flew over. It was one of those tame moments. So when I was watching it, and I, I was waiting for something else to happen because I thought, oh my God, this is going to be like so huge. He's, he's going to like say things. And then that's why Will Smith, when I saw the Will Smith trending in the world, and I was just kind of like, wow, dude, if you had just let that go, no one remembers that joke. Now you've made it such a huge thing. Uh, stand-up comedy routines throughout the week are going to make fun of it. And it's now everybody's, are you going to go punching everybody? And, and and also importantly, I mean, earlier in the evening, um, it was, uh, I think it was Regina Hall, I think it was. Uh, she, she apparently made for, poked fun at Will's, Will and Jada's marriage. And I'm just kind of like, wow, okay, this is, this is interesting territory. What happens then? Uh, look, I, 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 like I say, like even around the Brendan Taylor issue, I, 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 I never make fun of anyone concerning their mental health and so forth. People go through things, and and also, like you said, if it was in the context of uh, it being in a, you know what you call it, as a party, and you say something inappropriate, and then something happens, I can understand that. But like I said earlier, I mean, this is one of those events where there is no security in the area because no one does some dumb nigga shit <laughs> you know what I mean and, and, and it's like the, what's it like what is this you call it, the, the the boondocks they call it a nigga moment so I'm like no one does that sort of thing because it's, it's that kind of place where everybody what, what do you call it wanyarikani be just like yeah you know I, this is not what what, what we do here but I haven't said that. I mean, like, in, in, in your b- belief, is going back to the issue of uh, the realm of comedy, is it now a case of coming up with the next awards? Because you know the awards are going to overreact and suddenly so-and-so is not allowed to do, say this and all that other stuff. Do you think they're going to overreact and go overboard and start saying, well, we're not going to get comedians to do to host the shows? Because they had Amy Schumer as well, as well as Wanda Sykes hosting. Uh, and usually the uh, I mean, the formula of using comedians has always to make the what is really a boring event uh, interesting. But they now say we're going to just have one of these, you know, silly events for an event that is already losing subscribers. Or secondly, was this made up? Okay, I I think definitely this wasn't made up. I think I I you know in, let's discuss a couple of things. I can see this coming. I can see the history of... I, I come back to being a comic and picking your audience as well, right? 
you know that there's going to be a certain amount of backlash, regardless of what you say, uh, to someone like Jada Pinkett, because she's what you call a protest uh, audience member. It, it's, she's not the person who... Uh, I, I'll, I'll give an example. The Smiths, my theory is that they actually intentionally came to the Oscars to prove that Will Smith was not going to win the Oscar. So their, their lack of self-belief uh, in, in themselves. So the reason why they, they, the reaction was that the joke starts off by saying that uh, Penelope Cruz's husband is just hoping that he loses to Will Smith. Uh, in, in, that's, the first, that's the first bit of the, 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 the joke. And then the G.I. Jane uh, reference. So the Smiths are already there, in my opinion, to lose the Oscar. Because nobody in their right mind, with the confidence that you're winning an Oscar that night, is going to be looking to engage in any kind of fight. You know, I, I'm, I'm thinking of myself in, um, you know, when the stand, best stand-up comic um, award was created at NAMA. I, I knew it was mine. I knew this was for me. I mean, nobody had done that, the work that I had done for this to be justified as an award. So while I'm even sitting there, uh, I'm being taunted online by people. People are saying things that they're saying, but I'm maintaining... I'm maintaining my stance. Everything in me is saying I want to punch someone in the face because I deserve this. But I think there's a certain level where it's shocking me about Will Smith's behavior that it lacked the confidence of someone who really believed he was winning an Oscar that night. One of the biggest Oscars of that night. One of the biggest moments in his life has been eroded in history. Uh, the same way that Kanye West, um, you know, uh, did at at uh, at the Grammys with Taylor Swift. I think this probably goes higher, and th- and the biggest challenge that's here is that w- Will Smith himself uh, is displaying to me a very low self esteem. Um, he ha- even even in his acceptance speech doesn't sound like a victory. It sounds like he's still in the moment of sitting there being ridiculed being talked about being because everybody has made fun of him everybody they've made fun of him even chris rock made fun of him uh everybody has made fun of will smith uh they've looked at him as the joker he's done all of this work he's he's been wanting to be identified as something best rapper best um best actor all of these things that he's wanted culminating in this point he's sitting there waiting for an oscar and he loses it at the smallest hurdle you know i you know this is the guy who turned down a role in the matrix and then his wife takes up a role in the matrix you know uh this is the guy who uh, decides to boycott um the, the 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 oscars to no effect uh whatsoever and he's sitting there today thinking to himself you know you know i i'm, I'm definitely not going to to win it you can even tell the wife dressed up even better than him like she she probably had more confidence than him going into these oscars and he lost it the guy lost it and no one can justify it in any kind of way, whether they want to alopecia it or they want to whatever it. Uh, the issue is that he just lost it. It's a moment in history. Will Smith lost it. And then the, um, your thoughts on my thinking, the whole, you know, Hollywood always likes to overcorrect. Suddenly they're like, yeah, and from now on, they're going to like, you know, I don't know, decide that the whole event is just not, it's just going to be pretty. Well, the funny thing is that that is a pre-recorded part. So, it's audiences like in Japan who watch the whole thing, and if it wasn't for that, then the we would have seen an edited version because best documentary and all those other ones would not be shown live. So um, my, for me, this is like weird because 
I, I, I also then like to say, then what happens next? Is this just like an aberration? Is this just like a moment and everybody should forget about it? Or, or do, do, is there a learning moment here? Is there, is there a learning moment for, for comics that maybe, yeah, like you say the, the, the earlier or suggested earlier that the arena of comedy or the craft of comedy is under threat because of sensitivities that probably didn't exist a couple of years ago. Or, again, are we overthinking it? <laughs> I, I, I always worry about overthinking, but sometimes I overthink things and they turn out to be what they are. Uh, and also, then, the because what you just mentioned there was very poignant to say that the, 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 that, that well, what is happening to the modern uh, guy, uh, because you can see it in Kanye West falling apart right now, with him, you know, peeing on, on his Grammy Awards and doing all that other stuff. Is is there something happening? Is there something in the water? Or is this just middle-aged black men who have never had to deal with so much money and so much attention and being the limelight at the same time and they're having to deal with their confidence bruised because they live in an ever-connected world all the time. Uh, social media is reacting in live sequence and things like that. Yeah, you know, something's definitely happening to, to men. And I think, um, you know, unpopular opinion, but I was I was just having this discussion with my wife and we were just going through TikToks and, you know, that kind of thing. And I, I remarked to my wife, there's some things that, are, that guys are doing on TikTok right now that I don't think women find appealing, not when looking for a mate or looking for, you know, in, in the animal kingdom, we know uh, men are supposed to do some flashy dance or some kind of thing to attract the the female and a lot of that in in humans uh comes from uh things like um you know lifting making stuff building things uh, going out and killing something uh but now i think a little jiggle of the waist and dancing on tiktok is what the guys seem to be doing a lot you know wearing the tighter clothes and you know there's definitely something that's changing the makeup or, or, or the the testosterone that exists in us is somehow having to adapt to a new world and the the first point of call where we're beginning to see this change is in the behavior of men not really knowing what their place is and uh, like i said i'm not talking i'm not talking right now about a gender imbalance i'm just talking about um the fact that there are changes going on in the world and men are having to ad adjust and you know will smith is having to adjust you know and look at the fact that when he was talking about the movie that he's played he's playing the role of a father to two daughters who have been exceptional uh human beings in the, the sporting industry and he is a father also trying to do the same for his family but i think his story is not quite playing out the same way as king richard for, for example, so King Richard is coming from a different generation of fathers and family. And now he is a man struggling also within this, you know, red table phenomenon. His private life is being brought out. His uh, wife is sleeping with the son's friends uh, or the, the kids are going through their own sort of um, uh, issues. So there's definitely a struggle that Will Smith is going through that people are not understanding right now. And just like I said with comedy, comedy is merely a mirror. And Chris Rock became the mirror for Will Smith. And I think Will Smith saw something that he didn't like about himself, his situation, his life. And that is what resulted in Chris Rock getting slapped. 
Woof, that part just packed up about men. I think we're going to save that part as a whole complete discussion <laughs> about men and boys and their fitting into the in, into the current world. I think that is something that will get a lot more flesh. You know, we can flesh out a lot more. But yeah, whatever Will Smith is going through, I hope he survives it because yeah, it's just it's looking tough. And every time you, there was a time he went quiet for a while, and I just kind of like, okay, maybe he's he's fine now, but. This happens, you're like, wow, wow, yeah. But a lot of the things you say made sense. Uh, I, I just, I mean, I, I get offended by things sometimes and I get uncomfortable by things sometimes. But again, as, this, I, as you quite rightly said, going up to smack somebody for what they're saying is weird. It's like, I don't know. Uh, it's it's just weird. I just, just, I just think that when you do things like that, I... I I don't even know. I, there's no way I can defend you. That's it. Uh, but I mean, the co conversation of uh, comics in the future, are they going to be censored? I mean, they're already getting censored now, but what is comedy going to be? I don't know. You want to say something in that as, as your last words? Uh, it's good to close on this. I think um, comics are going to be you know, uh, it's one of two things that comics are going to do. They're either going to cower down and they're going to accept their fate or they're going to be brave like they always were. Um, you know, we're the ones who speak truth to power. We're the ones who say the things that can't be said. We're the ones who repackage things that cannot be talked about. We're the ones who start the conversation. So the same way that, you know, Dave Chappelle is the greatest of all time uh, and it's only because he speaks truth. Uh, he, he presents... He presents that mirror to society in a way that, uh, you know, a, a lot of people have failed to do from a comedy perspective. You know, for me, um, you know, I think I, I do realize the challenge that stand-up comedy uh, is bringing. And I'll just continue to protect it by protecting my audiences and making sure I choose my audiences um, a lot better with, with the, you know, with that regard. Um, yeah, it it was a it's a sad day, not for comedy. I, I think um, you know, it's a sad day for Will Smith. And I think when all of the dust settles, it all comes back to the fact that Will Smith is going through something, and society needs to pay attention to the one thing that Chris Rock uh, highlighted. A lot of thank you to Carl Joshua for affording me that time in which we unpacked a lot of those issues. And he did mention aspects to do with mental health issues. And I'll take this opportunity to tell you that at 3mob.com, we are partnering with the African Institute for Ending Depression, Violence, Bullying and Suicide, otherwise known as AFRIBS, uh, who are leading a campaign on men's mental health awareness well, from, uh, that is from 18, for those aged 18 to 35. And this movement is called the Blue Sox Movement. A range of events will be held from the 4th to the 8th of April 2022 under the online hashtag for our men. But there will be events happening, as I say, from the 4th to the 8th uh, at uh, Fidelity Life Center, 4th floor, 5th Street and 11th Avenue in Bulawayo. And uh, the times in which these events are taking place is between 1,700 hours and 1,900 hours. Uh, you, can, you can contact 0714-788-722. So let me put that, plus 263-714-788-722. 
0815-242-722. Or you can look for Afrib's Zim on Instagram. Also check out 3mob.com. We'll be giving uh, updates and articles. And also check out our social media uh, platforms on Twitter at 3menonaboat and Instagram at 3mob.com on Facebook, 3menonaboat. Uh, yes, this program is published by Three Men on a Boat. My name is Larry Quirirai. Uh, take care of yourself and the people that you love. As I say, from where I come from, take care of yourself. And that's it for this week's episode. Add us to your podcatcher or on iTunes now so that you can make sure you never miss out on another second of our wonderful podcast. We would hate for you to miss out. Have a great week, everyone.